This is Unclaimed Bands, show 191. Hey music listeners, this is Unclaimed Bands at Full Shooters, and we're here with Arsonist Choir! Yeah! yeah. <laughs> I told you it was going to be awkward. <laughs> Not one band. Alright guys, now can you say your name with your role in the band? I'm Isaac, uh, and I play bass. I'm, I'm Honey Brown, also known as Barry Loving. I play guitar and sing. Uh, I'm Louie, and I play drums. All right, now we're going to listen to their song. Moving forward. forward. And one more time Feels like I can just lay it on the line Curse is lifting so it's time to move Keep on falling till I find a way to stand You know it's true No matter what, we're moving forward I said we're moving forward That's right, we're moving All right, so how did you guys start? 
What is, well, what is your band basement. love story? Uh, we well, started from the basement. Like. Well, <laughs> funny enough, um, no, no. The person in the room, that person, was friends with both of us. His name's Muhammad back there. Hi. I always say hi to Muhammad. That guy told us, "Oh man, you play, you play bass. Oh, I know a guy who plays guitar. Let's make a band." So technically, he's the one who started the band off as uh, that first band that we called. Don't use the old name. A terrible name that we'll yes, never speak. It's an unspeakable name. Really say bad. it. Say it. Well, uh, first it it's, was it's endless a, it's It was like it's, it's a name that would never be spoken again. Yes. 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 So we'll that way. <laughs> terrible yes. name. Um, for a long time, we practiced with him. Uh, things didn't work out as that band. And then we met a singer slash guitarist, and we needed a drummer. Yeah. There, Louie came in. We yes. actually found him on Tumblr for pretty cheap. Yeah, I found him. <laughs> <laughs> Did you find him on Craigslist? Because, you know, drummers are like a dime a dozen. Yeah. 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 That beard? Yeah. I believe it. <laughs> I mean, luckily, we, we, hit a, we hit a good chord when we found Louie. It was like, oh, man. Uh, is, is he going to pun intentional? Is he going to take <laughs> us back? But so you met at Burger King? Yes. Okay. Actually, that was a really creepy house <laughs> in, like, middle of Newark, Delaware. It was yeah. Good times, though. Good times. Yeah. And um, after that, uh, that band was called Whale Country. Whale yes. Country? Whale yeah, Country. I, did, I named that one. No, I was no, me. Louis no. said the name. It was all me. But you didn't want the name. But it was I, a joke well, name because we couldn't make up an, a, a band and, name. Yeah, and, and, then, and then it was like, it's called Whale Country. I'm like, I don't care anymore. <laughs> I don't care. Yeah, we had a show coming up, and we needed a name. And said, we can't put you on this list without a name. So I was like, dude, Whale Country, let's do it. Well, with golden suggestions such as We're Not Metal and No Mango, I, I think, think Whale no Country was, was the, the best, best name ever, ever okay? Really <laughs> what was it? Breaking Fast? Breaking <laughs> Fast was a great joke, man. Break breakfast. Okay. And um, yeah, after that, uh, Louis left the band because he hated me. And yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And yeah. Uh, <laughs> he used the he used the singer leaving the band as an excuse for yeah. hating Isaac for leaving the band. Yeah, and the singer yeah. left because we found someone who could play guitar too and sing. So he thought we'd find someone to replace him. So he's like, I quit. And we're like, but why? Because you guys found someone to replace me. No, he's just a guitarist. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that person ended up being in the band with us. We found someone else uh, to play drums for us. It was John, correct? Yes, his name was John. John mm-hmm. also didn't stick. I mean, he would have been here today if uh, his new job yes. wouldn't you know, conflict with the times that we have for practice and specific shows. Uh, and now we're Good. Arsonist Choir. Yeah, and that's awesome. where we're at right now. Cool. So what are three words that describe your band? Crunchy. As what? <laughs> Crunchy. That's one. Yeah, okay, hold on. Uh, a, uh, <laughs> we get the back with that comment? Oh, yeah. oh, was that? oh Russell's gr- got yeah. all the comments. Russell's been with us. Situational awareness, I'm blind. Oh, okay, well, yeah. he's disabled. He's blind. His, his name is Russell. He's actually been with us from the very, very beginning. He carries all like of our band. Designated roadie, I yes. guess. Yeah. Cool. Okay, but, uh, three, three words. Three Seriously. Words, do, do each of us pick a word? Or no, do we all have just, a, just get three words? Fair, just say three words. So I never saw your band before, and I went to you and said, Describe your band in three words. What would you say? I'd say weird, wow. interesting, and rock. Rock. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> they went off the ball. They have distorted instruments with a lot of weird genres. I, it's it's we're so. That's weird. a tough say one. Maybe <laughs> raw, crunchy food. Raw, raw, crunchy food roll. Hey, that works for me. Yes. <laughs> All right, whatever. Yeah, that makes sense. Yes, <laughs> awesome. All right. So, how has your music evolved since you first met? We pretty we, much started growing up as musicians. Yeah. It's because, well, personally for me, um, I had a lot of um, sit down time, if you know what I mean. I just, I, I was, there was a lot of time that I, I was away from most people. 
on my own because of you know emotional things so i just, just hugged my base and i just <laughs> did whatever and that was my practice time i was me being lonely and emo but not really because <laughs> i mean everyone knows everyone calls me mr Brightside because i'm i mean i'm i'm the bright side of the situation a lot of people call me that. No you don't call me that. No one calls me that. I'm probably the only one that calls you. No, all the people call me that. Okay. Yeah, we definitely. About it. I see grew you guys get along very well. Yeah, Billy <laughs> yeah, hates me because he's Mr. Downside. Uh, sure. The um, opposite. And, and the ying to his yang. Bright. Exactly. Man, it's really down outside today. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> and Barry's Mr. Uh, hindsight. Oh. <laughs> well, he's neutral in every situation. Really? Yeah, he's like, he's right, but he's right, but everyone's wrong and right. Okay. All right. So really, our music originated from something to where we were just coming out in the music. I'm literally, I literally just heard of the Beatles and freaking Bob Marley and Jimi Hendrix. Yeah, he lived under a rock for a little while. Yeah, I was very. <laughs> it was not in a household that played a lot of rock. I was very. Oh. Did you really not? Your phone. Look, man. Look, oh, man. Uh, I was oh very. My God. Your phone's sheltered. going off. Your Uh-oh. phone's going off in the middle of an interview. <laughs> That's like sacrilege. so professional. Speaking of which, yeah, I forgot to tell you guys to shut your phones yeah. off before we started. Uh, let, me, let me shut this off. So, as I was saying, I was very, very, very sheltered because my father kept me away from a lot of any anything that had to do After with rock. His parents were gunned down in the alleyway. <laughs> He's not Batman. Right. Anything that had to do with rock, because they thought it was you know devil's music. The old, they were very old timey. Yet I got to listen to stuff like. Booty rocking everywhere. <laughs> and I, think, I think booty rocking is a very important thing to know in, in music in music career. Yes, I got I got to listen to songs History, about nothing man. but making love to various objects and women. Dude, the best music is all about a woman. It's the best music is all about a man lusting or, or having the best feelings towards a woman. Because I think love is the most pure feeling ever. Then again, music oh. doesn't have a gender, so you oh, you have to be talking about drugs. music. Oh, oh, or drugs, okay. drugs too. Okay. I mean, look at Jimi Hendrix and uh, was it, uh, was it either Purple Haze or Voodoo Child? One of those songs is about probably him, both. Him wanting he, he a person being upset about how he wishes music was a woman and he wants to make love to it. And you know why he wrote that song? I don't. Because he was on LSD. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> so your, your practices and your ideas are really at the window because that's what makes rock and roll is great <laughs> illusions and great drugs. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, so pretty we much we evo- we were just fresh going out with our music and we looked a bunch we had a punk influence with Isaac. Isaac came into the band with a lot of punk influence. Louie came into the band with a lot of metal influence. I came into the band with All right, I'm just going to play something that I know and all I knew was blues scales. So we combined it all and we made it happen as well country before and now as Arsonist Choir. Sweet guys, yeah, you actually have a great combination. We worked really because hard of all three, all three. <laughs> Maybe not Louis, but we worked really hard. <laughs> <Louis alone. laughs> we kind of like Louis. Well, talk to Louis. They like you. You guys are doing all the talking. I don't know. Waiting on you, man. All right, now this is one of my favorite questions. What is the craziest thing that has ever happened at one of your shows? Um, oh, one man. of the shows. Um, I was uh, flopping on the stage like a jellyfish. That didn't happen. Sweet. Uh, didn't happen. There is something. Something weird did happen. I remember. Yeah, we've had a lot of crazy. Wait, things was happen. it? Remember that one girl? Oh, Barry broke broke like thirty strings on stage. But that's broke, not that's not the craziest. But that's oh uh, yeah, that, that one crazy. That what was, was her name? Does oh, she call herself who? Ghost or something? Yeah, yeah Ghost. There's her name. Ghost. Her name was yeah. Ghost, and what she would do, she would go down 
dance on the floor to any type of music you hear, but she would dance to where she's shuffling back and forth she through would, the like, whole bar. She would EDM backwards and all she the way would, through the club. Wear nothing but bunny ears and a, and a tutu. And just she lo- you looked like a human yeah. unicorn. And no one else was de- like this was it was the floor was dead. It was just her. It was just, just her doing her, her yeah. thing. And where was this venue? It was oh, the Mojo Main when it was still open, which is not <laughs> no anymore. longer there. It's yes. no longer there. I wonder why. Yeah. 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 Exactly. <laughs> yeah, that's There's a lawsuit with karaoke or something. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's, that's a whole story. Warner Brothers sued them for playing I think Red Hot Chili Pepper songs while in karaoke without license. It doesn't matter. Yeah, it's, an, it's another story. Uh, we don't need to get into. All right. So, how can your fans reach you? Your Facebook, your they can website? just come up and talk to me. <laughs> well, what, I mean, they can find yeah. me. what if they're not here? Definitely oh, Facebook. Facebook is yeah, easy. Yeah. So, what's your Facebook page? It's uh, it's www.facebook.com/arsonistchoir. Yeah. Cool. It's uh, yeah. Well, we got the URL. <laughs> yeah, the, that's literally the There's URL. No numbers or anything at the end. There's no numbers. <laughs> that's just it. Or you can just go into Facebook, type in Arsonist Choir, and look for. There is a couple different ones. Like bands that people made up in like two seconds that have like two likes have been the same page for like years. So you have to find the one with the most likes and that's us. There you go. Okay. <laughs> All right. So this is for each member, starting with Mr. Quiet. Yeah, Mr. Quiet. <laughs> <laughs> what was the first record you ever bought? Uh, Green Day's American Idiot. Nice. nice. Oh, oh, <laughs> me. Uh, the first record I ever bought, oh, Rise Against... Siren songs of a counterculture. Counterculture. That was the first album. Jimi Hendrix, as bold as love. Wow. All right. I bought it in vinyl. It's great. Oh, I know you did. I gave it away. <laughs> you, you gave it away? I gave it away. It was really dumb. It was a girl. Speaking, oh. of, speaking oh. of albums that someone yeah, shut owns up. me. Shut up. <laughs> one of his It's girls, the same girl, too. It's the same girl. Jack My Album. Really? Woods, it was a Woodstock album, the one that Jimi Hendrix played in. It was like, t- like you can find it anywhere for t- two bucks. No, no, you can't actually. No, it, it wasn't an actual it's not two bucks. Stock. It's actually like fifteen. I don't know. Oh yeah, okay. it could be fifteen. You're, okay. you're right. And for a little fee, I'll give you my copy I, I had since the seventies. Wow, I'll wow. be, that's, I'll be that's good. That's probably cost more. Yeah. Okay. I, got I, only have, I only have about six to eight hundred vinyl. Well, I need to get a record player first. That was going to be my motivation <laughs> to get that. Is that it? Is that yeah. it? That's when you were working for this. in the band just to get you know, a turntable. Yeah, yeah we get, don't get make some turntables. <laughs> no, most of the things we've done was charity work, it's, a lot of charity work. Yeah, we played it, at Rite Aid once. It's all through, uh, through passion. We would just want to play as much music as we can. We don't really care what we play as long as we get to play. Cool. Awesome. So what do you want people f- to get out of your music? We want people to know that it's it's you know it's it's not all closed in as they think it yeah, is. Yeah, it's, it's not it's all separated by genres. They all work with each other, just like how blues encouraged all of this stuff that comes out now. Stuff like that. Well, yeah. there's a whole thing about you with uh, what was it? What your whole idea with like making music was to change the way music was going. Why don't you talk about that? That too, because that's <laughs> you got something to say, Luke? Oh yeah, no, oh, it's your thing. But, well. Yeah, the, my mentality when I was first coming into making music is just making something that changes what we're at. Because don't get me wrong, I did enjoy those songs that was, you know, subject to listen to all my life, like Booty Rockin' Everywhere and stuff like that. Great song, man. But it's not something that gives a message to create more inspiration. Like, for instance, the Beatles are still around with, their, with all their old stuff, influencing different bands because all their songs had passion to it. They had soul. They had 
good amounts of inspiration to inspire different arts to happen with other people. And 95% of their songs is about love and relationships, believe it or not. You listen to mostly all their songs. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah. yeah um, it's like with me, I, I just, like, I have such a great passion and I feel so much love through playing music. And I just want people to ca catch that. I want people to, to be able to look at me and he's like, wow, that guy, he's, he's making me feel a, spe a specific way. And that's how I felt towards the people that I looked up to. Exactly. I, it's just, I want to feel the passion that Jimi Hendrix like, had when he was just smashing his guitar into his amp and just making these weird sounds. And I want to, people that are not on the stage specifically to see that and feel the same feeling. You yep. see, that's the thing that I think that's missing today. Well, in a lot of music, it's still there, but it's lacking, is the passion. The soul, the passion behind that drives the music. You can make ex the exact same cover of the exact same song, but one band who has passion and soul with it and one band who plays it by the book, they'll sound different and you might like you might lean towards the one that has more passion singing it. I have to agree with you hundred percent. Definitely guys. Have you guys heard the, the cover of uh, Save the Nation Army by Audio Slave? It's terrible. <laughs> terrible. <laughs> Go home. Was, it was that bad. All right. Now, what if they heard it right now? <laughs> Whoops. Uh, uh, yeah. They're going to be knocking on my door. Okay. Oh, well, it's not my house. <laughs> All right. Can you guys tell us about the charity show you have coming up in August? Um, it's a charity show for the Delaware School of Rock. It's, uh, it's a venue that teaches children, teenagers, and young adults how to play an instrument with people who have low income. So this specific show happens twice a year cool jams and hot jams that show all the revenue all the vendors everything that's happening all that money is going to go through scholarships for their children for instruments teachers all that stuff great calls yeah. it's a it's a great place to start at as a musician if you don't have any other outlet or if you don't have the drive to do it on your own that place they will take you by the hand and they'll yes they'll have you learn songs that you should learn as a musician and the thing about that place what's what i think is good they will take you by the hand, they'll help you learn, but what they'll do, if you really want to learn, they'll throw you out to the wolves in this event, because a lot of the bands that play there are from the school. Okay. Mm -hmm. wow. So we'll be listening to the bands and see what they actually learn from the school and give them feedback. Cool. And this way it gives them a chance to... Yeah, they have a student... A little, little taste of the uh, on-stage kind of attitude. Yeah. yeah. Student stage, yeah. They, they call it. It's like yeah. the biggest stage in the venue. It's, it's yep. really... It's, it's, a t it's a humbling slash not experience because... It's, a giant stage and then there's like tiny like there's like a room smaller than this half like not even a quarter of a small and there's the band there but uh, it's it's a good place to start um, I mean none of us ever played or went to that school but we, we learned about the charity <laughs> and yeah and we really thought it was something that, you know we could not only get exposure but help out for the cause Great. awesome Great, guys. all right so we're gonna wrap up but before we do do you guys have anything to say to your fans balls okay <laughs> <laughs> Anybody else? That's enough. That, that's it? Yeah. All right. So that was Arsonist Choir. Okay, Thanks for guys, coming guys, on the show, guys. Thank you so much. This is Fritz. This is Crystal. Nice to see you guys. Thank you again for your time. Thanks, Thanks for having us. Thank you. The statements, views, and opinions expressed in this podcast are solely those of the individuals and in no way to the views of the unfriendly band, its parent company, or subsidiaries.